Hi, welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast, where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real life and honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. All right. Hi, guys. I'm Christopher Lewis. I'm Jamie Villamore. What's up, Jamie? How are you today? Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm here. All right. You're looking gorgeous <laughs> as usual, dear. I know. I love your camo pants. Oh, thank you. So thank hot. you very much. See, <laughs> I always like good, good, happy stuff, happy wear. I'm good to go. All right. So, guys, um, we got a great guest today. Um, she's an amazing guest, actually, and I'm super excited about her. I mean, this woman is a total boss. She's a model, actress, mom, and a partner to legendary UFC fighter Tito Ortiz. I mean, you have to be badass, a badass to be juggling two boys, twin boys, actually, right? Working, keeping up with her fitness, spending time with her partner, and handling whatever else she has on her plate, right? But just looking at her, I'm pretty sure she crushes it. Am I right about that? Oh my gosh, so hot. Yeah. All like right. I I swear you get like hotter with the years. <laughs> yes. Thank yeah. you. I, yeah, so I, I've known Amber Ditto, for sister. I have to agree. We got, a long well, we got time, let's, let's introduce like, her wow. first. Let's let's yeah. tell her she is. It's okay. the gorgeous Amber Nicole Miller. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Thank boss. You. Yeah. And a badass and gorgeous. All all that at once. How are you this morning? I'm amazing. I slept well. Good. I, I wish I would have slept well. I'm 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 kind of tired today. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the storm actually put me to sleep. Yeah. Guys, we're in Vegas shooting this at the Sticky Paw Studio, by the way. And this is, um, I made the trip down from LA today to co host here in town with Jamie on her side of the earth. I know. So. Thank you for coming yeah. to like my part of the world. I, I'm actually <laughs> loving this place. I mean, the rain, you know, I was a little getting used to out here in the desert, but I guess it's something that happens out here, right? Yeah, you get to see the monsoon weather. Exactly what it was. <laughs> so, Amber used to live here for a while too, right? Yeah. Amber, how long did you live here? I lived here 18 years. Okay. And you now are yeah. in? I'm in Huntington Beach now. I've Great. been there eight years. Love it better. I I love living near the beach. Uh, I don't love California, but uh, I do love Huntington Beach. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful there as well. She's a true patriot. Yes. I think, uh, that is a fact. Better place to uh, raise kids too, I think, though, as well. Um, I don't know. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. My sister was raised here and Jamie's kids were ma- raised here and they're amazing young women. Yeah, so, you do have great girls. Um, I don't yeah, think that so it's good. Vegas so out. much. I think it's the lack of parenting. Good one. All right. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is probably going to chime into the episode that we're doing today. <laughs> yes. I think. Yeah, for that note. Um, all right. So Amber, today's yeah. episode topic is called There's No I in Team. You know, I feel like it's that thing where your partner should always be your biggest fan. And I know um, there's a lot of relationships out there, Jamie, as we can all probably attest to this, where um, everyone's trying to one up each other in the relationship. You know, sometimes they're not being as supportive as I feel like people should be. What do you think about that? Well, I feel like a lot of one-sided relationships start with someone being like ultra famous where like I was put into that, you know, lumped Mm -hmm. into that when I started dating Tito, the same thing, but I had already had a successful career up until that point. But of course it really is you taking control of that because a lot of people from the outside, of course, any, any young woman who starts dating somebody who's a a celebrity in people's eyes are going to assume that you're a gold digger. Right. And they don't really look into your past. They'll just assume. So I think overcoming that was even more challenging than just the relationship itself because I already had my career established and Tito knew that. I mean, that's how he met me. Right. I mean, we met through the UFC 20 years ago. I was the first ring girl. And, you know, I quite frankly didn't like him. I tell people this all the time. Every time I do podcasts, I'm like, I didn't like him. I only, I just didn't like his persona. I I thought he was that ego. I thought he was that bad boy. And I was like, not into that. And then I got to 
you know, meet him and really spend time with him in London when UFC did their first London trip. And I was like, okay, yeah, I was all wrong. Like, he's such a nice guy and he's really complimentary and really protective. That's and great. So, yeah. He proved his self-worth to you. Did he, he sweep you off your feet or did it come over time? I think it came over time because, you know, obviously, like, when we first met, we were very young. I'm like, this was 20-something years ago. So, you know, I was in my 20s still. Um, he was married at the time and he had a brand new, I think Jacob was like one or two wow. when I met him. So... I'm one of those people who I don't look at people like that. When you're married, I don't look at you like that. Yeah, you're a handsome man or whatever it may be. And really, Tito wasn't my type at that time. Quite frankly, I was always dating guys with like, you know, blonde hair and blue eyes. And like, that was my, you know, my type. So um, I think over time, I, I, I fell for the bad boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bad boy, but with a night with a good side on him. Yes. That's that's the key right yeah. there. My girlfriend says that all the time. She goes, you know what? The reason why I love Chris, she goes, is because he's such a great guy, but he's got a little bit of bad boy in him. You know, just enough yes. just to keep it interesting. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the bad boy is like the enticing part, but that's also the magnetism. That's where you get your, you know, your sexual connection. That's where you get your romantic connection. But then I think that also helps you like get over the hard stuff, you know, get over the hard things in your relationship or mm -hmm. get over the hard things that are happening, you know, in the world and in your family, you know, that passion for each other really helps keep you binded still when you have to go through some of the, That's you know, right. the yucky stuff that happens. Right. And well, how long have you guys been together now? We've been together eight years. That's Our great. official anniversary, Tito chose. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we've been dating since way before that, but whatever. Um, our official uh, anniversary, our eight-year anniversary is August 20th. So Wow, it's coming up. We're oh. almost Yeah, there. that's yeah. great. Eight years. <laughs> I like how when guys try to say, when they try to think of an anniversary, it's something that's familiar and easy for us to remember. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, well, August 20th is actually when I got fired from my job because I stopped going okay. because I was staying See, with Tito easy so to remember. much. <laughs> Very easy to remember, right? I know exactly when Amber got good. fired. That's yeah. your anniversary. I'm the opposite. I always forget important dates. So I feel like the guy in the relationship. I never remember <laughs> the birthday. I don't remember the anniversary. Do they so. care? I mean, I, it depends. Okay. Because in some relationships, they got really butt hurt and their feelings hurt. And then <laughs> now I feel like I'm kind of like, kind of seeing someone that's like, I was like straight up. I'm like, look, if you're like big on anniversaries and shit, I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm going to fucking forget. <laughs> like write it down. He probably has a role. Like, your birthday, now. I'm probably going to fucking forget it. Yeah. You're like dates. Not so much. Yeah. My family just knows that about me. Yeah. So can yeah. he leave you sticky notes, you know, just to kind of say the day before or something? <laughs> probably. Hey, remember yeah. this? Like, yeah, oh, it's going to be like a week out and he's going to say, Hey, by the way, anniversary is seven days. So and Amber, you were mentioning something earlier about passion you know, with you and Tito. And, and that's a lot of this, what we're talking about, you know, like the, there's no I and team and being a team together. Um, how, how do you guys work together? How, how is that relationship? Uh, you know, it's changed. It's evolved. I mean, mm -hmm. and I think that every relationship obviously should through eight years. I mean, when I first started dating him, obviously, like it was all about the sex. I mean, <laughs> that's what we did. That's the um, best part of the that, teamwork. You know, I, I was that. like, uh, you win. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you, you're obviously, you have to have that physical connection and you have to have that magnetism and that passion. Um, and then when I stepped into the mom role, which I've always known I wanted to be a mom. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I didn't know I was going to be this way, but I've always dreamed of having twins. Like I told my mom this since I was a little kid. And um, your your love for one another totally changes. And, it, and I didn't physically birth these children, but I, I have that love for them. Like I would live and die and and I live, die, and breathe for them. Those oh, are my, you know, that's my job. Ooh, I as, literally have yeah. chills. Yeah. Because I've seen well, it firsthand. And that's what changes. And that changes, again, the love and passion and dynamic of your relationship also. And I feel like you do start to expect a little more of each other. You know, you do expect, you know, more input in the relationship and more input in raising the kids. Mm-hmm. So your passion definitely changes but I think for the better because now the passion is now well-rounded. It's now family-oriented passion. And then you obviously got, you know, once the boys have their sound machine on, then we get our passion. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's the way it should Do be. Do you feel like you love him in different ways that you didn't in the beginning? Oh, for sure. Well, because before it was, you know, loving the the champ loving this, you know, sexy guy with like bravado and ego and, you know, everybody, you know, was writing to him. I mean, he had – he probably still does. I'm like, he's like a DM full of women. But I was, you know, I was excited about that because it makes me work. Like I, every relationship I had gotten into prior to him, I was like the alpha. So I made the most money. Right. I, you know, she I was always the boss. Yeah. That's why so I, I always, that. yeah, I, I always that. like, yeah. you know, I had, I own the houses, the cars, the boats. Like when I lived here, like that. And then I would just bring a guy into my relationship with myself, basically. And I would get bored really easily. And with Tito, I'm never bored. Like, I'm like, because I still have that excitement, but I still am like scared to lose him, which I need because I don't want to get bored because I do have that alpha in me. And I feel like if you don't have a little bit of like, you're scared to lose them. Yeah. Still, because that's when it starts to get old, when you don't, when you're like, right. oh, you know, if I lose them, I lose them. Yeah. It kind of keeps you on your toes. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that's it. That's hot. That. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> I mean, but it seems like you said with your work ethic and things like that already, um, and you being an alpha, I, I, I actually love like a strong, powerful woman. We discuss this a lot. Yes. And that's just something that. A, a lot of guys I don't think can handle because it's like bruises their ego, you know, and things like that because they feel like uh, they need to feel in charge. And I like the fact that when, and I like to call it the yin and yang, you know, it's like, and I feel like you guys have that because it's something where, and at the beginning, let let me backtrack a little bit. When you were saying at the beginning, when you were starting to date him at the beginning, you get kind of, we all get caught up in that whole limelight of whoever you're with and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I like the fact that you, you know who you are and you, you know, you came back down to, let's call it earth and way. And you were like, no, this is what I have to continuously doing for myself as well. And I'm sure he's very supportive of that as well. It seems like he is, which is, makes it amazing relationship. So 20 years later. Right. Seriously. That's well. And you know, when we first started dating, obviously everyone knows the tumultuousness of his former relationship, it was a really difficult switch for me because I was under constant attack okay. when we first started you dating. Because you never really had haters. I never. Everyone like yeah. loved Amber <laughs> I've never had like, a hater. So as a model, I remember being like, ooh, you know, Amber, like she's so hot. Like everyone loved her. All right. the girls were, thought she was so, <laughs> like your skin looks amazing. It does look amazing. Um, but yeah, that that's, she. no one... 
disliked her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're very likable. Thanks. I, mean, so I just I met think, you today and I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. sitting there in awe. Like, it right, was, she's gorgeous. It was really hard to like overcome having haters for the first time. Like, I didn't even know how to process it. I was okay. like, like I had people like telling me to like kill myself. Like it was really, really dark. And I just dove into like being a mom, being a homemaker, being, and I fully lost myself because I was staying away from the light mm. because in the light I was getting judged and I was getting All the attacked and, and it wasn't positive anymore for me. So I did sort of lose myself. And a lot of people do that naturally in a relationship. When you start dating someone, you kind of lose yourself and your identity because your identity sort of start to meld. Mm-hmm. And only when I found myself again outside of that darkness and started working out for myself and then saying, you know what, I need to find something new for me that's like my my business that I run and then I can find my like boss alpha self again. Like now the boys are like, how many jobs do you have now? I'm like, I'm like, my mom would say I'm a Jamaican. I'm like, I will take as many jobs as I possibly can because, you know, if I can run several businesses and, and Tito says this in all of his interviews, Donald Trump says, if you have five, you know, revenue streams, that's how you stay a millionaire. I'm like, that's my goal. Okay. You know, when I, when I start something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a millionaire. Like I don't have amazing. any doubt. Right. That's so amazing. what are you doing now for work? Cause I feel like it's always like mm-hmm. evolving and yeah. changing, which I think is amazing because I feel like society sometimes has us believing that we need to pick one career, yes. stick with that. And then we do that forever, which I'm not like, I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a, a huge fan of, of and yeah. I don't like how when they're in kindergarten, they already start like asking yes. our kids, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be? I'm like, fuck, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. My, oh, my nephew's like, I want to be a dinosaur. I'm all, you get to be a dinosaur. <laughs> fuck yeah. Whatever. Dinosaur sounds fabulous. Well, they, they really do. And they do this more to women as they pigeonhole us into either homemaker or businesswoman. And they don't expand that. And right. now in today's day and age, like it's so awesome because a, a woman can be a mompreneur, you know, and mm-hmm. that's a huge, you know, being a mompreneur and a, and a boss babe, Jamie's one of the ones, mm-hmm. you know, one of my favorite ones. Yeah, you work, you do it. Yep. You know, and I, I started out doing, um, I actually started microblading school because I wanted to learn how to do areolas for women who had cancer. That was like my primary goal when I started. That class actually got stifled during COVID. So I still haven't taken that class, but I did start doing brows. And then I started doing facials and that time with women and just making them feel good was like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. And so I'm like a traveling facialist. Like I go to people's houses, but then I get my girl time that way because I have like a house of boys and stink Mm -hmm. and sweat and slobber and whatever else. And then I've got like my girly time. So That's that's when I started doing that. And then, you know, my hairstylist who lives here in Vegas, she's been, she's the only person I trust with my hair. She's been doing my hair since 2008. Wow. What's her name? Jackie. Jackie. Kinney. Yeah. She works at Level 9 Salon here. Oh, hi, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. She is the best. Well, and she was like, you need to do Monet. And I was like, girl, I am not doing Monet. Like, I don't have time for that. She's like, yes, you do. You're on your Instagram. All you have to do is post about it. She's like, you have time. And I'm like... Okay, I do have time. And I started Monet like out the gate February 1st. And I already earned a, you know, a trip for Tito and I paid wow. trip to Punta Cana for hotel, stay, Ooh, the flight, Dominican. food, drinks, I'm like, everything. what is this Monet? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the only anti-aging hair care um, system 
out there. Amazing. Um, and it's all natural. So it's certified clean. It's vegan. It's made in America, which is like my check, yes. check, check. And it's cruelty free. I'm like, if you could hit all the boxes that are important to me, they do. Wow. And that's why I was like, all right, I'm in. And then once I knew they had skincare, I was like, forget about it. Like, this is right in my wheelhouse. I can talk about this. I can talk about skin because I know skin. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing right now. And I've got a t-shirt line coming out soon. So Yeah, you are a busy person. Yeah. I love, I love that. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your skin looks amazing, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Who does your skin? Oh. Well, I just had it done. Um, actually, Jackie <laughs> referred me to the lady out here. and She's so nice. I was like, she did an oxygen dome over my face, which I've never <laughs> oh, had done. Oh, I love it. It was freaking amazing i was like what is this I, I gotta come out to vegas more for you i seriously look like get, an alien it was yeah. amazing yeah. we're gonna I need, get I need you the oxygen hood i need some the, uh, yeah. some of that other facial. jackie stuff oh yeah. yeah well in the monet i mean we have men's monet mm -hmm. by the way um but it helps with regrowth of hair okay. and then the skin stuff for guys i'm like constantly on tito too because i'm like you're 46, you want to keep up with your skin too. And I'm like, put your moisturizer on. It has sunblock in it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. babe, I don't do, I'm like, yes, you do. You do now. <laughs> you do now. I'm like, put it on. He's like, okay. I know. He's like, it does smell good. I'm like, I told you, just put it on your face. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I want to ask something real quick. And this is yeah. for both you ladies yeah. here. Um, and something you had mentioned, and it's about women in the in the workspace and being a home homemaker as well. Um, I know there's that stigma, like you said, they, they either categorize you in one or the other. Um, but let's talk about how, for both you girls, I mean, whether you're dating someone or being uh, with a partner or being married, yeah. um, how do you feel like most guys take that? You know, and that's why, like I said, because I know that, you know, for myself, you know, a lot of guys, they, they complain a lot. I'm sorry. They complain a lot. Which I'm, I'm a fan of it. Like I, I will have you work in, <laughs> doing the home, and I will be right next to you doing the same thing. Whatever help right. you need, that's my kind of personality. Like I'm a, I'm a women's guy who will yeah. be in there doing the homemaking and the work. And, and I'm like you. I will work as many jobs as I can to make myself successful because I do get bored a lot. Right. So my question is, is that most guys... And I'm not going to characterize them all, but you know, we, we know that there's most guys out there that don't like you doing too much because they feel like it takes away from their time. Right. You know, if, I, if that's the best way to say it, you're taking away Agreed. from my time, mm -hmm. our time together. Yeah. Well, and I've had, I had an ex like that, you know, I was formerly married and uh, absolutely, mm -hmm. you know, my work took precedence and, and I, I modeled all day and then I would work at night in the nightclubs and I did customer development and I was never home. And he's like, you're never here. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, that's how you're sitting here. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> that's Good how point. you're sitting on the couch while I'm at work. <laughs> right. You know, and it's, but there's a yin and yang, like you said, and it has to come into what your plan is as a couple. And, you know, when I moved in with Tito, he had two full-time nannies, one on a 12-hour clock during the day and one on a 12-hour clock at night. Wow which is crazy because he basically paid someone to sleep at his house. And he also had a housekeeper. And I was like, why are all these people in your home? Like, that's crazy. You don't need any of these people. He's like, oh, yeah, no, it's so fine. And I'm like, no, really, I can clean the entire house and raise the children and do my job. Like, that's what women do. We multitask mm -hmm. and we, yes. you know, we're able to juggle job. these yeah. things. But it has to be, your man has to be supportive too, you know. And just recently, Tito watching me like work Monet and my other businesses, he's like, you seriously like set your mind to something? He's like, it's crazy watching you. Like, wow. he's like, you will do whatever. If you say you're doing it, you're doing it. 
See, but just that line in itself and what you said that he said to you is yeah. enough to show to me that he's supportive 100% of you. Yeah. Anything you do, he's got your back. And that's that's the main thing because I know that with the one boyfriend you're talking about yeah. where he's like, you know, you work too much. One thing that, and we've, you know, I told Jamie this and I tell everyone this as well. It's like when you're with someone from the beginning, you already know what they're doing. Yeah. So all right. of a sudden when you when they you feel like they flip a switch and go, well, you work too much. So I don't see it. It's like, well, this is what I did when you met me. Right, How's you, it knew changing you, were, now? you knew what this you were. You knew what you were signing up for. for. Right, yeah. Like, like so. my my girlfriend's a doctor. Like, and there's times oh, yeah. where she literally, Amber, she'll come to me sometimes. Go, oh, I'm so sorry, I got to go in the like I go back to hospital. I have a surgery in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. She'll wake up and I go, don't ever apologize to me for your job. I go, I know who I'm with. I know what I signed up for, yeah. and vice versa. Yes. So it's not a shock to me. And I and don't apologize for you doing your job for right. being a great human. Well, that that is like. An interesting thing when you said, you know, don't, don't apologize. I feel like so many people also don't live like their their real truth. You mm-hmm. know, with their relationship, they, you know, they try to make up for, you know, there's oh well, I I have this, but you know, you don't have this. It they try to downplay their greatness and their light, and that's you know, you don't want to do that. You right. want because the agree. person you're with, and. You know, another thing also that you kind of touched on also is when you do start dating someone, you know who you're dating. Exactly. So don't expect that person to become some magical like unicorn being (laughs) that's totally different. (laughs) Like, and I think so many, even, I mean, women are very used to doing that too. They expect the man to become like a totally different person or when you get married, you, you expect them to be a different person, but you you know what you got into. Right. It. You yeah. chose like the if person. he parties, he's yeah. going to party. Don't yeah. go in with an expectation that, oh, he's going to get older, he'll settle down. Right. Yeah. Like, no, this is. Let me settle down on my own. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I just think that like going into anything with expectations is an automatic fail right. for, oh, for you. Um, so no expectations. And I feel like we should always be like, our partner's biggest cheerleader. Yes. So yes. I want to see you fucking win and I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that you win and I'm going to fucking push you. Right. So I'm not there necessarily to like pat you on the back and yes. tell you how great, no. but you better believe behind closed doors. I'm going to be like, babe, you fucked up. Yes. And- <laughs> well, and yeah, because you don't want to be a coddling. I, no. And that's the thing is I'm like, I'm the reverse of that in, in our, you know, raising our kids. Uh, he's always like, you're really hard on them. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I'm building men. And I said, and you know, unfortunately he didn't have parental guidance and he had parents that were addicts and he Mm -hmm. didn't, he didn't get that parenting that I do. And I'm like, you don't understand though, because we're building winners. Like literally I feel like Ricky Bobby. I'm like, (laughs) we're making winners. (laughs) Seriously. I like, and that's what I tell him. I'm like, listen though, they'll know what respect is. They'll know what hard work is. Like they know that no money is theirs. They know if they left, they'll leave with nothing. Like, and I tell them, I'm like, listen, you earn everything. You want to go to Knott's Berry Farm every Sunday. You have to wash the cars and mop the floor every week. And you can go to Knott's fully, you know. I think that's a fair trade-off. Absolutely. (laughs) Can I come over? (laughs) (laughs) We named a medicine medicine woman Dr. Quinn. We wanted to be little wussy boys. (laughs) So when you you said something earlier too, like you lost yourself at the beginning of the relationship a little bit, which is totally understandable, you know, because like I said, we all get caught up in a whirlwind. And um, Mm -hmm. how long did it take you to finally go for yourself, um, knowing, oh my God, like, let me get back to me. Like, when when did you realize that? And 
uh, I, you know what I didn't, I got really in a dark place and I was still like modeling, but okay. just not me. You know, I look at the pictures and I see how sad I was and how different I was. And, you know, I was gaining weight and I had no motivation in the gym, which is not like me when I lived here. Like I would eat, sleep, work out and go back to like work again. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, no change in that. And I just stopped like everything that was like important to me. And I was actually at my boy's wrestling class and a friend of mine who's a personal trainer goes, do you want me to train you? Um, I do that and I'll do it for trade. Like if you just post about it. And I was like, sure. And he goes, all right, be at my um, studio at 9 a.m. So I dropped the boys off at school at eight and then I would go into the studio at nine. And all of a sudden, like there I am. Like that one hour of him kicking my ass, like – I'm like, Bo Beavers, you kicked my ass. He was the reason, like, pivotally, like, that all of a sudden I go, oh, there I am. Like, oh, I, I am strong. Like, I can power like you recharged this. your battery again. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and it just brought back, you know, my love for myself mm-hmm. because I had gotten to a place where I was, like, not looking at myself in the mirror because I started to believe all the things these people were saying to me. Okay. Like, all of these, like, you know, telling me I'm like this and I'm ugly and I'm, you know, I have all these horrible, like, you know, your forehead's big and your nose is crooked and you have all these, you know, and I, that's all I would see okay. because I heard it every time I would go on social media. Like, that's what I would see. So I started to believe that. And when he took me away from that and just said, you're going to spend an hour, you're not going to touch your phone and you're going to like die. Like, I'm going to kill you and you're not going to be able to walk tomorrow and you're not going to be able to like take your clothes off. You're like, Like, yeah, torture me. All right. (laughs) And it really took that. And I went home and I was like, like, all right, there I am. And you know what? F these people, like I'm done. Like I'm done allowing it. And, you know, and Tito had been telling me this to his, you know, to his um, point is, you know, he would say, like, delete them, just block them, yeah. delete them and block them, don't read it. But as a woman, like, you you just read it. Like, right. you read people's comments and you're hoping, like, sincerity comes out of it. And now, like, when someone writes something super evil to me, like, I just, like, tell them, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Whatever is going on in your life, I'm praying for it that, you know, you find relief and you find, like, happiness because that's why you're attacking yeah. a stranger. Mm-hmm. And my, and you know, my, you know, emotional and, and dating intelligence, it, that's where you, you know, you start to realize like words and, and people's hurt, like hurt people, hurt people. And everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. So if someone's attacking you, they're attacking you because of something in them, not because Agreed. of you. Yeah. I wow. always say that to my kids, like, look, it's okay to be upset, but it's not okay to be mean. Yeah. yeah. So, so there are times when we need to feel those feels, but it's not okay to like project that on other people. And nine times out of 10, that's exactly what it is as a projection. It has nothing to do with you yeah. and everything to do with that person. So I love that you're able to, um, you know, separate that from yourself. Right. So yeah. I, am not even as good as you. If I see anything negative on my page, I'm like <laughs> delete and block. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I have thought that before too. Those thoughts have gone through my head where it's like, you almost feel sorry for yeah. them. Like, wow, something must like awful must be going on in their life for them to continuously mm-hmm. like attack me yes. and post hateful things. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes it's not, it's like that same person. And you're like, where is this person coming from? Right. I've never met them in my life. So how could they say all these things about me? Yeah. But you can't feed the beast. You got to delete and block. And yeah. and we, you know, it doesn't refocus. make them feel good on right. the other side. It's just like, they're already crumudgeon. Yeah. It's not like it changes right. their, totally. they write it and they go, ha, ah, I feel so much better. You know, there's <laughs> right. like, they're still going to be an asshole regardless. Right. So, so yeah. um, I have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So I noticed um, when we go out, and I admire this. I think it's really cool. Um, so there's been times when we've like gone out in L.A. and sh- and Amber's like, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm like, what do you mean you're not drinking tonight? And she'll say, well, you know, Tito has a fight coming up, so we're kind of doing it as a team. So I I'm like, that. wait, what? He's fighting Amber, <laughs> yeah. not you. That's and amazing. she's like, I know, but I just want to be like a team player and, and have that support for my man. So I think that's really fucking cool. So tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Well, I mean, when he does a camp, I mean, it's serious. You know, he's done really long camps. I think he did like an 18 or 19 week camp. Um, the last fight, he has a shorter one. He has a fight coming up September, like Woo! cross my fingers. Um, but, you know, when he stops drinking completely, we I feel like if we don't do it together and I'm there like having a glass of wine while he's like, you know, <laughs> drinking water with dinner, it just it, it just doesn't feel right first. And second, like I don't mind getting into the best shape of my life either. So, you know, when he's training, I'll go. When he goes to the gym, I want to go to the gym too. I love or, that. You know, when he says, oh, I'm going to go ride my bike, I'm like, cool, I'll go to Pilates. And But it's nice because when we get home, we're craving the same kind of food. We're, you know, we're on a total health kick. And it's a great example for our kids the same way. You know, they see us, you know, being committed to, mm-hmm. you know, this healthy – you know, appetite and the healthy food and the healthy drinking. And the boys also see that we're like committed to that too, which I think is really important for them because we don't, in our house, we don't glorify like drinking. We don't like cheers and we don't, you know, I know a lot of people will have their kids like go get them a beer or like, you know, whatever it may be. And our kids are not allowed to like touch alcohol. I'm with you on that. And I don't, I don't think that it's right to glorify it. Like I grew up with Italians and Germans, so we all drink wine at every dinner. We Opa. always cheers. Uh, <laughs> since I was since I was a little kid, I mean, we would drink wine when I was younger at dinner for Christmas, but it was not glorified. It was just something everyone does, like in a celebration of family. And then obviously moving to Vegas, like that's not what it is. It's like <laughs> it's not. It's to, you know, drink as much as you possibly can humanly ingest in one evening and hopefully you don't spend your entire like paycheck. <laughs> I love that. I love the support system. I mean, you're yeah. you're you're uh, like um this is the perfect topic for you, by the way, because um once again, and, and guys, I'm gonna say this on um to the to the listeners, it's one of those things where like like Amber just said, just being supportive of your of your partner in the smallest ways makes a difference. You know, like validation sometimes, whether you say like for yourself, I'm gonna stop drinking for a while, you're in camp. Um my girlfriend for me, like my 51st birthday is coming up on Saturday. And Ooh, I was like, yeah. you know what? For 51, I don't want to look fucking fit as shit. And so she goes, you know what? I and she's already fit as shit. And she goes, I'm gonna work out with you. And I was like, Okay. And so I love when people are on the same page like yes. that. And and just, you know, little things, guys, like, you know, and, and we and by the way, we all get caught up in work. We all get yeah. caught up in being tired. We all get caught up with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, just check in. Check in and just say, Hey, how you doing? You know, I I do you need anything? I got your back. Yeah. That's to me is being a team player and being supportive, you know, right, and, right. and that's why I, I love this episode because I, I really love talking about stuff like this. And I feel like like I said, I know a lot of people, and we all do, where, you know, nothing worse than someone complaining, going, God, I wish he or she did this more and more and more. It's like, yeah. well, fucking talk to them. You know, right. Right. tell them what you need and just see what happens. It's as little sometimes just saying, hey, I need this. Right. And it turns people around. And it's not a competition. Yeah, exactly. Like, like well, we're on o- the same team. Opening the line of communication is so key. And I feel like, obviously, as you get older, you start to understand that so much more. Right. You know, when you're mad at them or when something hurts your feelings, you need to verbalize it and not just resent because you're going to build 
like a shelf in front of you. And I've done that in former relationships where I would build up and I would tell – like I would give them like a warning sign. Okay. I'd be like, okay, if something doesn't change, like this is not going to work. And if they didn't change, like mm-hmm. I would like expect them to like overnight change. I'd be like, cool, the door's closed. Like I'm done. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and it would be easy for me to shut it off because I had already let my emotional attachment to them go with those bricks. Right. Like each brick was like – yeah, a little less like that I need them, a little less that I love them, a little less that I'm a friend of theirs. And once your friendship is gone, there is no relationship. Yeah, if you left. don't have a friendship, you won't last through the hard stuff. You won't last through the struggles. You won't mm-hmm. last through COVID. You won't last through things that are meant to challenge you and meant to break you apart. You won't because if you don't have a friendship, you're just – you know, you're you just have what sex? Like, they're, they're, what else? Well, what else is there? Right. You know, you right. have a, a bestie. Like, you need somebody to be there with you emotionally and you know intellectually. And that's mm-hmm. probably one of the most difficult things in a relationship is to be on the same intellectual level. I mean, obviously, women are smarter, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, guys. And we're we're Don't more we're more mature. <laughs> Still not going to say anything, guys. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, some men take a little longer than others. <laughs> but, you know, but we expect that. And as a woman, we should be able to embrace that as well and yeah. be our partner's biggest fan. Again, like the cheerleader, I am Tito's biggest fan. Like I will build him up and I am constantly pushing him to do something new. I'm right. like, okay, you know, I'm like, what about this? And what if we do this? And what if you, you know, we should do a podcast and we should do, you know, yeah. and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he just gets stuck into like, Tito Ortiz, the fighter, Tito yeah, Ortiz, like he's the actor. In his, he's in his lane. Yeah, and he's you're got his lane. And his, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah but there's mm-hmm. like things out here. Do you see these shiny objects? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, what what else could you be doing, you know? And to go back to what you said in the beginning, I think um, like business-wise, it's so important for us to diversify. Like we can't have all our eggs in one basket. Right. Yeah. So yeah, And then it, it ties back into your relationship and just keeping it like spicy and fun. Yes. I agree. Tito, so. I, I got to say this on here, dude. She's <laughs> right. I'm telling you, you got a boss here, man. You were like... I, <laughs> Any guy, I'm telling you, that's amazing. And Watch I, out, Tito. Yeah, and you literally <laughs> taking said, your girl. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh yeah. What's up, Amber? No, okay. Oh, hey. um, <laughs> so no, but seriously, whatever you, everything you said before that moment and up to that point was literally, I mean, you're, you're it's gold. I mean, so guys, mm-hmm. listen to what she said. She, I couldn't have said it. Jamie couldn't have said it better ourselves. That, um, you know, it's 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 a journey together, and you pushing new boundaries and and helping someone do like you know, it's just literally you you see yeah. the potential, and that's that's another thing too. And it's not like it's like. You know, some people take it as, oh, you're just, why are you just always like making me do something that I don't right. want to do? And it's like, it's not that. You're just trying to, you're there for them. You're building yeah. up. You see yeah. the potential. Well, yeah, exactly. so many people get stuck in like their protective bubble. Mm-hmm. Like so many people are like, yeah, but this is what I do and I'm really good at it. And I'm like, yeah, but if you're really good at that, you could be really good at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've taken like my personal, you know, journey mm-hmm. lately. I'm like, okay, well, if I can do that and I can, you know, earn a trip in my first five months. I can do a lot of things. I right. can be, you know, I can have, I, I plan to have the Monet Cadillac by my birthday, which is December. Right. Like, there's no way I'm not getting it. Like, I'm like, okay, I've got my mindset on it. That's how it's going to work. And that's how I see Tito too. I'm like, you don't realize the capacity and what you have to offer. Okay. Because you see yourself as Tito Ortiz, the fighter, Tito Ortiz, the actor, Tito Ortiz that does, you know, speaking engagements. I said, but... You could be a mentor. You could have a podcast. You could have all of these other things that you also have time for mm-hmm. because you do scroll. 
Everybody right. scrolls. Yeah. If you have time to scroll, you have time to be texting and making business decisions. Right. Like, and right. don't and don't uh, and don't get Amber wrong. You know, I I, I personally feel that um, it sometimes needs to click as well for someone. Absolutely. Like you know, you can tell yeah. something, somebody, anything, and all of a sudden, like you said, with the with the with your personal trainer, yeah. that one day it just clicked for you, and that's yeah. when you're like, oh shit, I can do this. You know, yeah. and so um, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Timing sure. has a lot to do with um, a lot. We try and control, and sometimes it's um, you really just kind of have to let it flow. Yeah, so when we control our own lane. Well, and I feel Ugh. like that's such an alpha thing too. Is we are so focused on perfection and not the distance, you know. And and that's one of my hardest things is to let go of perfection. Like everything is never going to be perfect. Yes. You've got to embrace like the mess Mm -hmm. and like deal. And that's, you know, that's one of my hardest things is I know my house will never be clean. (laughs) (laughs) Or that laundry will never ever go down. (laughs) Guys, the juice is in the journey. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Because, you know, I've through the years gone, yeah, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, you know, through relationships and through even friendships. I mean, I've lost friendships. And I was like, wow, I put a lot into that and it wasn't worth it. But it was because really at the end of the day, you did get juice and yeah. those are your and lessons. It's, it's yeah, a lesson. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that's what makes us greater in the end yeah. is being able to like build on all those. Yeah. yeah we had a decluttering yeah. friends episode. It was hilarious. Oh, Amber, you should go now. <laughs> oh, I would freak sure. out. I'm, I'm a bit OCD. So I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I clean out Tito's closet like probably every couple of months because he's like free t-shirt guy and he never says no. And I'm all... We have so many t-shirts. I'm like, babe, can you say Maybe no? that should be his business, you Seriously? know, getting rid of those t-shirts yeah. he gets, you know, right? and just sign them. Oh, yeah. There's a business for him right, right. there. He yeah, can handle he that He actually lane. donated a ton of stuff to Houston when they had that huge flood. Oh, that's great. So I was like, let's clean out your closet and just ship it all to Houston. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Is he pretty easygoing? You know, oh, like, because I know if like, totally. you know, like, you seem like he's just like, yeah, and I, I love that. He's so easygoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like. He's like a teddy bear. It's funny because I'm like, he's not intense at all. Like there's nothing intense about him until he's training. Okay. Yeah. I know you girls have both been with, let's, let's talk, I'm going to filter you to this one over oh, here. No. So. <laughs> I'm sure you've all been with like guys who are a little more intense, a little more stressed out. Like how, how long do those relationships last in it's, your eye? It's not going to work for me. I'm such a, I feel like I'm such a free spirit and all over the place. So if I have someone that's very like rigid, yeah. Ugh, yeah. it's it's kind of a no-go do you feel like, like you i want to i need to like free flow um if i want to change my mind i want to be able to change my mind like <laughs> you and i talked about we're leos so in the morning i may be pumped and ready to go out and six o'clock comes around and i'm like you know what i'm not really feeling it yeah babe i want to get in bed and let's watch movies and have sex all night right so now. i need my man to be like ready to pivot Whatever. yeah i love yeah. that let's go or you know i can be spontaneous and wake up and say babe we're going to exuma like pack your bags yeah. we're going to the bahamas yeah and then he like on board so um and it it just kind of goes back to me and and who I am like I've never had a nine to five right like it's never gonna be me it's it just it doesn't fit like Mm -hmm. who I am so um that type of personality I've had the like exact reverse I've never had any rigid person and Tito quite frankly is the only Aquarius I've ever dated okay and I'm a Sagittarius with the Leo rising that's why we get along so well yes um (laughs) but he matches me in the limelight like we both like to be in the light we both like to be the ones that like hook people up we love taking care of our friends we love everyone to feel special that's great it's Mm -hmm. that same vibe he is less focal with his feelings and I'm like, 
you're going to get the whole shebang. Like, you want to know how I'm feeling? Like, yeah. here it is. So that's like our only like choreos where we're, you know, we're different. But before that, I feel like I, I dated more beta males um, only so that I could control the situation. Okay. You know? How did you break that yeah. habit? Because I have, I have seen that with you. Yeah. Like Amber's always been in charge of her okay. relationships. And I feel like that's kind of where I am. Like I've always been the boss, yeah, you've said which that. a lot of my friends will say, like they, they'll know right away, it's not going to work for you yeah. because you're going to walk all over him and then you're going to be done. So I haven't really found that person that's like puts my ass in check, right. but I fucking love them and crave yeah. them and have all of that. Well, and, right. and, and I didn't so know how Tito did was you... that person either, you know, and when he would come and visit me in Vegas, like literally I was just trying to make money off of him. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you're going to buy me four bottles of champagne. All right. Yeah. You know, but I didn't see him in that way. And, and to break that cycle, um, I think it took my divorce, quite frankly, because my former ex had an affair with a girl fighter who I knew I already knew like I I felt it I was not comfortable around her and I knew that intuition I did and when yeah. I came home from it's I, so I was like on a modeling job and I I came home and like my wedding picture was like laying on the counter it was like folded over and I was like asked him about it and he's like oh you know I was feeling sad and I put the picture on its face I'm like yeah that's not a guy thing so there was a chick at our house like, you're, you're she knew right I'm away. like yo you Busted. I'm like you don't have he didn't have that depth of emotion give me a break I was like you don't have that depth of inte- intelligence so like let's stop there um, but breaking that cycle was me going am I tired of always carrying the weight and the load of everything. Yeah. The relationship, the house, the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like it was always my bank account. I paid all the bills. I bought all the houses. I bought all the cars. I was the I was the responsible for everything. You know, I take care of the pets. I take care of right, everything. Right, right. And I I didn't know Tito was that for me. I didn't know he was going to be that change. I mean, Tito was fun. And um, how we started seeing each other, um, I had stopped following him because of his former ex was like super crazy any girl who followed him she would like do you want him and like you know message you really crazy and i'm like i barely know him literally i'm like listen i know him from traveling like that's as good as i know him um but a friend of ours posted on twitter he said you know good luck buddy being a single father and i was like what do you mean a single father so i text him and i'm like are you okay and he's like, no, not really. He's like, you know, I've got four-year-old twins and and she left and, you know, but I can't have her back. She's got an addiction issue. And he's like, yeah, stuff sucks and it's hard. And he's like, you want to come visit me? And I was like, sure. So I flew out and visited him for the weekend. And, you know, we went out to lunch and dinner. And he's like, I've never had a girl buy me anything. That's really weird. And I'm like, really? I mean, like, you were married <laughs> to someone with, or you were dating somebody who had a lot of money. He's like, no. He's like, I'm just always so used to picking up the bill for everybody. And I was like, oh, I am too. I'm like, right, that's, yeah. right. that's weird for me. And um, he was like, I'm just worried I have to have knee surgery. And, you know, he had nannies for his kids. And I go, well, I'll come out because I've actually had two exes with the exact same knee surgery. And my mom's a nurse. So I get that whole, like, they have to be on the motion machine and then they have to be on the ice machine and okay. they have to take their mm. pain meds and their antibiotics every four hours. So I was like, I'll come out and help you. And he was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'll just take off work. So I took off three weeks of work. Wow. 
And I came out and I was like, but I don't want the boys to know I'm at the house. So, you know, I need to like leave and come when they're not around because I don't think it's right to bring a woman in into your home if that's not a permanent fixture in your home. Great. Because it's not, I just feel like it's not fair, especially with really little ones. And um, I did. I set my alarm for every four hours and I would, you know, pull the machines out from under his leg. It would be the motion machine or the ice machine and then give him his pills every four hours and he was like, I've never had anyone, like, care as much as you do. And I'm like, yeah, but you're my friend first. Like, I care. Like, I care yeah. that you're injured and I, and I you want you to. Him. That's great. Yeah, I'm like, I want you to heal correctly so you can still have your career. And I want, you know, I want fast You healing. wanted to see him win. Yeah. Like, but you were his friend first, yeah. which I like. I, I think it's interesting when men say – Oh, she friend zoned me or, Oh, I'm in the friend zone. I'm always like, you guys, it's the best fucking place to be (laughs) like, come on. Right. That's the starting zone. I I agree. It is. Yeah. But you know, but once again, the friend zone could be a little muddled there. But that's, I feel like that's where things eventually end up developing. Yeah. Because Because it comes from a pure place. Yeah. Like I love that. And you're your real person. Like, like there's no, like I said, there's no expectation. You kind of know where you stand, but there's only room to grow. Right. And from your standpoint too, it shows him that you didn't want, you didn't want anything from him. Right. It's like, especially dinner and da da da. And once again, at your level of like you being the boss in that yeah. situation where you always had betas and things too. Um, it's, it's just a part of, it just kind of filtered in kind of nice. Right. Actually, you know, you needed that level of credentials to oh. be you in order to deal with that. And I, that's right. amazing. And when did so. he really like put it on you to where you were like, fuck, maybe I'm not in charge. Um, like, I, which is I, a good thing. Though. Yeah. It's yeah. A yeah. Great thing, and I, and by the way, I always say like <laughs> you're, you let your man believe he's in charge. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But then we to. really know who runs shit behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. My 100%. girlfriend does that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. I put my head down. I agree. <laughs> well, I'll, so, I'll start with the moment when I knew he was the one I wanted to be with, or I wanted to have a relationship with him when I, I, he, when we were sleeping and the baby monitor went off and he jumps out of bed and he goes straight into the boys room and I was, and he was like so attentive and making sure and he would, you know, carry them down every morning for breakfast. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's the guy I want. Like I want somebody who cares about his children and really has sacrificed a lot to have them, you know, and he had to go to court and he won full legal custody of them. And that was a huge battle. And, wow. and he had a lot of growing to do with that also because you know before that he he hadn't had to be like that hands-on of a parent um but when i knew that he would finally be able to take the alpha role i mean it it was right away i mean being with somebody with his you know just persona his stature like the way people respect him the way people come up to him i was just excited because it's nice to have someone be able to handle that and then still be so passionate and still be so That's loving great. and still mm-hmm. be so kind. Um, that's what I was going to ask you. I was yeah. going to ask you when you, when did you find the balance between you guys? Like yeah. that, that's, that's, you just answered that. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. That's awesome. I like them. I know. <laughs> yeah. When, when can we have both of you guys on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to talk to them. Totally. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say, Jamie? Any more questions? Oh my gosh. I have a ton of questions, but <laughs> we'll be here all freaking day. Um, I did have one more question and I, I was just staring at her because she's so hot. And I forgot. <laughs> I'm just mesmerized by her eyes. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just, my mouth's a gape. like, uh-huh. Yeah. Keep talking. I'm so yeah. glad we have this one on video. I right? do too. Right. <laughs> so, sure. um, 
Yeah, I did have a question for you, but it, it skipped my mind. So it's maybe okay. we can come back to that. We can circle back. Right. Yeah. No, we don't like that. We don't like that. Right. <laughs> so that's hey, forever I'm, ruined. I'm, listen, I'm taking back circle back girl, all right? Because seriously, Gwen Stefani Fuck. did it first. So I oh don't my care. God. Raggedy Ann so right. suck it. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, okay, wait. Shit, I fucking lost it. Uh, I, I just have to say my favorite line still is Ricky Bobby line to me. That's like, and I always say, if you ain't first, you're last. last. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's my true. favorite tagline. So, yeah. um, all right. So I'm going to recap. And okay. Amber, thank you so much. You're amazing. Uh, we have a question. You. We always do a question. Yeah. We'll get back to that. But I just want to yeah. recap with my audience and just our audience and let yes. everyone know that, um, you know, we're talking about teamwork, guys. There's no I in team. Basically, like, you know, you learn to compromise. You don't allow negative self-talk because nothing worse than someone starting to talk negative and then, you know, it just, it just affects everything and just puts them in this downward mm-hmm. spiral. Um, you know, notice each other's moods and energy because, you know, we're all we're all not going to always be on the same page, right? You know, Right, where but, vibes aren't always going to match. Right. So sometimes it's 80-20. Yeah, sometimes That's I like okay. sort of just leave me alone. And yeah. my person, my like my woman knows just the... <laughs> She yeah. sees me and she goes, oh, I'll just talk to you later. And yeah. that, I'm like, that's the best yes. support you can ever get. She I agree. She doesn't pry. I love that. You know, um, the Unless next you're thing, fighting. You, well, mm-hmm. that, yeah, for I'm sure. Not, you can't be left alone. We're talking <laughs> right now. Well, you can't stick a pin <laughs> in it? No oh, pen in it? Oh, no. He'll oh. like literally go hide from me. That's like, me. You get I run away. away. From me, you're crazy. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, She's you, like, we need to talk mm, now. Yeah. Like I need to, because I have to hash out. Okay. But what about a timeout? No. He doesn't get a timeout. No. Sometimes people need a timeout. I know. I, this is I, I something have, I have to work on. Yeah, yeah. But we don't argue very often. Okay. So when we do, like, I'm like so passionate. Like, I like to end it, go to bed, have sex, be done right. with it. Plus, and you know, he'll like, probably cool. just close it off and leave it alone, right? He, yeah. He would never talk about it again. Right. Yeah. He'd be like, put the covers over, never talk about it again. I'm all. That's kind of me. Yeah, no. Like, I can, I can bury it and then never bring it up again. Yeah. No, I have to hash so, it out, yeah. but I, I I need to yeah. I need to I need to sleep on it though. Oh. Sometimes I need time. Yeah, it's it's so. better for time, and that's something I'm learning. Okay, good, yes. good. <laughs> give it, give it a day at least. I'm going to make Tito, a note of that. We're sticking a pin in that. We're sticking a pin yes, in that one. Right? <laughs> You're like you have to. Yeah. Tito, and you I got said your something back there. really really good earlier, Amber. Um, and don't stress out on the little things, you know. And and I feel like all of us. I mean, I like you said in earlier in your life, you're probably much better now, but, mm-hmm. and I've learned as I've gotten older too, like I, I used to just see just in front of me, like just that little bit of stuff that's in your space that you're trying to strive to get better and da And I'm not looking down the road on, wow, I could be doing all this, but it's going to, it's a journey, like yeah. you said. And sometimes we get lost in that by just because everything just seems like it's like two feet in front of you versus this whole wide world right. out there. I agree with that too. Yeah. Um, respect each other's time. You know, like I, I love, like, you know, when we're talking off air, you're like, I'm here and it's kind of nice. I'm not dealing with laundry pile up today. I think our me time is so important. Agreed. Like we have to like honor that within our partners and take it for ourselves. And I think you can come back and it just makes your relationship that much greater. Agreed. Yeah. And spending that time together. Make sure you spend that time Mm -hmm. together, guys. It's huge. Um, You've said this wonderfully, by the way, and I use this word swimmingly. I love that word for some reason. I love swimmingly. Um, <laughs> you inspire and energize one another, and you just seem like you got that all, like you got an mm-hmm. A++++ plus 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 on that. <laughs> I don't even got it on that one. And and by the way, here's the last thing, guys. This pisses me off. Don't keep score. Never one-up each other. That is no. the worst. It's like yeah. two little bickering babies, and I feel like, um, once again, stuff that we had talked about, it, early in a relationship or early in our age, we yeah. don't, we handle things differently. You know, like you right. said, you, you give them a warning, you kick their ass out. Yeah. It's like, we're always trying to one up each other at a young age. But I think as we, as, as older adults, I think that's just fucking childish. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. Yeah. I, but I, that's with every relationship though, even with your kids. I mean, you, you feel like you have the thumb on them, just like in your relationship. If you have the thumb on it, then you know it's handled. But 
everyone is different. Everyone has such a different personality. And if you don't let that person figure out who they are and you're constantly like holding yes. them, to them to who you think they are, they're never going to grow. Uh. And let's face it, it's so much easier sometimes, I think, to be single. So relationships take work. Yeah. And if it was easy, everyone would fucking have them. Right. So, That's true. yeah. Yeah, that is true. All right. We're going to go with the yeah. question today. Oh, wow. I'm excited That's for this. We're at right now. You guys <laughs> we never know what this? we're going to get. Right? Yeah. What's the question? Right. We should start letting our guests like pick out of like a box. Because we get a, a lot of questions. Idea, right? And I'm like, God. That was a great idea. But then it's like we're put on the spot. Right. <laughs> then you're not prepared. Right. I, I'm not prepared. Ah. I can't find my questions. Oh. <laughs> I'm just because I have them. Jamie, how could you? I love you, girl. I just, I'm just <laughs> staring you, at him, like She's watching him fumble. Like, I'm just like filtering, <laughs> like, like, oh. Shit, where's the question? <laughs> I have it. <laughs> All right, so here's our question today. So. <laughs> Hi, Christopher you. and Jamie. Jamie, welcome to the show. I think you're going to make a great addition to Christopher's quick-witted banter. Aww. Aww. I've been listening to your podcast since day one, and the show just keeps getting better and better. Let me tell you, it has helped me solve a bunch of my own relationship issues. So thank you for that. Okay, so here's my question. I'm a mom and my daughter's about to go off to college. I haven't been in the workforce in years and I would love to get back out there and do something. My husband always tells me, you don't need to work, but I think it's more for me. I'm not one to sit on my ass and do nothing. I like keeping busy. Not sure about exactly what I'd like to do, but I know I want to help and try to make a difference with the way the world is right now. Do you guys have any suggestions? Signed, I love that. And that's so true. And you do do it for you. And that's why I do it for me. Um, You could do Monet. I mean, you can do that from your home. And that's the thing is like, this has opened up a door for so many stay-at-home moms. And really, they had, I believe it was like, 112% 112% growth during COVID. Wow. Because women were like, now we know we need a stream of income that comes in from our Wi Fi. Like, you have to be able to make an income from your phone. How can you do that? And why not do it with a product that's all natural and something that everyone uses? It's essential. You that's have great. It, right. it, everyone washes their hair if they don't have hair. <laughs> Tito doesn't wash his hair either. <laughs> but you need moisturizer and and if you want to age gracefully then you do use moisturizer yeah i janet what an exciting time so um i think you need to just start trying everything and Mm -hmm. and get out there and figure out um what what kind of clicks and resonates with you um different philanthropies i think are amazing that's great um and you'll find your niche so um just putting yourself out there and, and trying a variety of things. And when my youngest actually left to college, it was, um, it was a fun time for me. <laughs> so um, I think, I think getting involved, I think that you hit that on the head, you know, that was one of, one of the biggest things for me when I, even when I started my charity, like getting involved in something that makes you super passionate, you'll also find like-minded, passionate people mm-hmm. who will encourage you to do something that is right along that lines. You'll, you'll, You'll click mm-hmm. and then you'll find what your place is. Yes. Yeah. And I always say the money will come, you guys. Yeah. Stop oh, totally. stop basing your decisions on the dollar. Yes. Because if you find your passion, you're doing something that you 
absolutely love the money. The money just I agree. comes. I agree. One hundred percent. So yeah. agree. Yeah, I I agree with both you ladies. Um, Jana, I feel like like nonprofit was going to be my answer as well yeah. because at least you can kind of dabble and feel. And what the word she said is, I just want to um help make the world better yeah. right now. And with mm-hmm. everything going on, I feel like just something nonprofit. Put your foot out in the door and just see what you know what hits. And, well, and everybody needs that positive right now. I mm-hmm. mean, I think that everyone's kind of in that darker place because it's very uncertain times. And, you know, especially when you're going to be an empty nester, like that's, I can't even imagine. I'm like, I don't even know what that's going to feel like. I've got a little while still. But yeah, I mean, I think that philanthropy and getting into nonprofit stuff, and I think you have to go with what you know, you know, and that's like, I was driven towards children and I was like, that's where my, my brain goes. Okay. How can Mm -hmm. I help kids? And, you know, she might find that same, you know, way and, and find something she loves through that. And it's a time to work on yourself because you've put so much focus into your children. So take a little time for you. Maybe take a freaking pole dancing class and spice it up at home for your man. (laughs) Yes. Maybe it's his time, you know? So, yeah, I love that. I I like that last answer, Janet, a lot. (laughs) Yes. I I love that. That one wins. (laughs) (laughs) Check. All right, guys. So, that's another episode. Amber, once again, we, on behalf of both of us, thank you so much for being here. Like, we can't ask for this. was a great show today. Um, Anything you'd like to plug? while before we exit um and where can we find you yes Yes. Mm -hmm. so you can find me on instagram because you can't find me anywhere else (laughs) (laughs) so i speak out about child trafficking so i don't have a facebook and i no longer have a twitter because of it which i think is scary for everybody um and that's a totally different kind of podcast um but you can find me at instagram amber nicole miller two and it's spelled with an h a m b e r n i c h o l e m i l e r two because it's my second one (laughs) um and then i you can also find me um, on instagram for my monet if you want that it's m-o-n-a-t by a-n-m monet by a-n-m and then if you are interested in learning more about you know child trafficking and and what you can do and how you can get involved i also have the socialfoundation.org and um, that's my nonprofit. Um, it's a charitable foundation. So Love it's that. just, you know, bringing awareness. And if Janet wants to get involved in your Monet, where can she find you? Yes, you can find me at ambernicolemiller.mymonet.com. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Jamie? Yes. Want to, want to, what's your social? Oh, my social. You guys know where to find me. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Jamie underscore Villamore. And just wanted to give um, a big shout out to um, the flag company. So um, I'll plug their Instagram here shortly for providing this amazing patriotic flag for for us. And um, always innocent armor for keeping us safe and microtech knives because they are my favorite. So. I love when she does that. I love it. It's hot. All right, All right guys. You can find me at Christopher. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll do it again. Christopher at dating-intelligence.com or anything on my social is dating intelligence. So uh, that's another show. And Amber, amazing. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank All right, you, guys. Amber. That's another episode. Thank you. Thank you.